0: It is officially the greatest time in, it is college football season, baby. The football season, it's here. We're starting with week zero, and I mean, we got football until January. So, I mean, these next few weeks, these next few months, it is better than Christmas. It is the greatest time of the year. College football is back, baby. Let's go. And, so, I guess you guys know what this episode's going to be about. Fully predicting all the conferences, all the major conferences, and the college football playoff, the Heisman Trophy winner, and some of these big-time bowl games. I'm breaking all that down. So, should be a great episode. Pretty long episode, but, like, let's see if I get them right. I mean, every year, I get them pretty close, but it's always the same teams every year. So, it, a lot of good storylines heading into the season. Uh, we're going to see if they come true and kind of where... My opinions are on sports. I mean, as a pretty unbiased, pretty uh, pretty informational, pretty knowledgeable podcast host and football consumer, I think get my takes pretty correct. So uh, before we get started, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brots. So I'll go through each, uh, well, first, make sure to follow the podcast on its website com, and i'm live right now on millions.co i am live this is live check it out every thursday night uh, live on millions.co at burgers and brats. go check out that website i mean you got your merch you can get a personalized video for myself and watch live stream of how i make the podcast so uh, very entertaining Uh, for this podcast kind of go through each conference and kind of give my predictions on some of these teams, kind of the storylines, and then who I think is underrated, overrated during uh, this season, and then also my championship predictions uh, for the year. So, i uh, trying to go by pretty quick on this. Uh, keep it trying to keep it fairly, sh- fairly short, but a lot of conferences to cover a lot of teams. So, uh, let's start with the American Athletic Conference. Now, this is one of the most underrated conferences, in my opinion. I, I love watching the AAC. Uh, they did lose three teams to the Big 12 this year, UCF, uh, Cincinnati, and Houston, so they are going to the Big 12, but the AAC adds in uh, six teams, so they are getting a lot more, a lot more draw, a lot more, a lot more entertaining, fun, just great football teams, I mean, these are three stars and below, I mean, there's an occasional four or five star, but these players are fighting for their jobs and trying to get that next, get a spot in the NFL, because it's not guaranteed for these smaller teams, so um I love watching the AAC. love love this conference. Uh, so let's start with the defending champs, uh, Tulane defeating UCF in the national in their conference championship last year, which I predicted. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, they get their head coach Willie Fritz who kind of flirted with some of these other schools but decided to stay uh, and they get Michael Pratt back at quarterback 37 touchdowns last year and guys, they went 12 and two and they beat Kayla Williams and USC. In the Cotton Bowl last year, and they're getting these guys back. They're getting a lot. They did lose their running back, but they're getting a lot of good talent back, uh, and, and they won a major bowl game over a team that could have should have gone to the college football playoff. So, and the Heisman Trophy winner. So, I mean, this Tulane team is fully loaded again, and they're they're willing. They're 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 gonna be fighting. They're gonna be playing for a New Year's Six bowl again, I believe. So, um, FAU. They get some new improvements. They're now in the AAC. They get Tom Herman, who coached at Texas, It was in the AAC for a little bit with Houston, and they also get transfer Casey Thompson, who was with Tom Herman at Texas and uh, at Nebraska this past year, but now at the FAU Owls. So uh Owls were 5-7 and seven last year, looking to obviously bounce back from that. And, I mean, you get a decent head coach, a decent quarterback come in and help. I, you can at least go... Six and six in this in this conference because I mean there's not some great teams. There's some good teams, but uh, you get pretty good. I don't believe they play Tulane at all. Uh, So or UTSA. So I I, I double check on that, but I don't believe they play those teams. So I mean, uh, easy non-two losses right there. Uh, UAB, they get Trent Dilfer as uh, their head coach. Uh, he's coming in a first-year head coach. UAB has not been under five hundred since 2013. So last year was their first year under five hundred since 2013. Uh, looking to change that with Trent Duffer. Don't know if he can coach. me. played in the NFL. Sometimes they can coach, sometimes they can't. We'll find out. Uh, but UAB has been a solid program, at least getting bowl eligible and just being a fun name ever since their team got disbanded uh, a couple decades ago and then came back. So uh, UAB looking to make some noise this year. SMU, they start off with Oklahoma and TCU. So if they can go in, if they can beat TCU or Oklahoma, and I mean, there, there's obviously a possibility that can happen, or at least play within a one-score, two-score game, I mean, that, that should be a win in their books, considering. So SMU goes in and plays tough, holds them to a score or two of, of difference. Uh, T, SMU's got a lot to look forward to in the year, and they can obviously go into the conference play thinking they can win this thing if they can hang with the other of these uh, big dogs and SNU led the AAC in scoring last year so we'll see if they can continue that trend. A UTSA kind of a sleeper pick uh, with head coach Jeff Trader who he only knows how to get 12 win years uh, they have been 23-5 and five the last two seasons so UTSA stop sleeping on them they can make some noise in this conference. I, I mean, t- these uh, five teams are, any of them can win this conference. It is a good conference, great teams, good head coaches, good quarterback play, good all-around offense and defensive of minds. So, uh, UTSA a little sleeper there. Memphis just always kind of feels like uh, they've been fighting for the title, haven't had last great last few years, but... Um, yeah, it's gonna be a really fun conference to watch, and I think to, I'm picking Tulane to defeat UTSA in the conference championship bowl, and could earn a New Year's Six bowl, at least a pretty good bowl bid, uh, depending on their record. But there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good teams in this conference this year, so see if they can run the table once, uh, once again. But I mean, great teams. I, I just mentioned in the AAC. So that's my AAC pick with Tulane beating U-T-S-A. All right, let's hope, head over to the ACC, the American, or the uh, athletic, uh, coastal, I don't even know, coastal conference, I don't even know. <laughs> Apparently I don't remember. But um, this is going to be, it's, it's really two, maybe three teams in this conference. Uh, not, not putting Miami in this. I, I think North Carolina possibly has a chance. Miami uh, missed the bowl game last year. Don't know how good they are with Mario Cristobal. They've got they've got some talent, but uh, don't know how they can put it together. Now we get we we're gonna learn a lot about these teams because we get Clemson versus Florida State September twenty third. So three weeks in, we are getting a great matchup with uh, the two teams who should be in uh, the conference championship uh, with Clemson and. ACC finally going away with divisions that's why these two teams are able to meet in the conference championship uh, for the first time uh, the ACC is doing the best two teams are meeting and playing in the conference championship uh, like I said Mario Ball's first season with Miami missed the bowl game uh, both coordinators also left and they got a really tough schedule I mean these they play these tough teams and you miss a bowl game last year hopes aren't that high uh, coming into the next season, especially if you lose both coordinators and you got to play Clemson, Florida State, uh, North Carolina, and all that. So we'll see what happens, but uh, don't don't really see Miami playing as in contention for uh, the ACC. And last year I said, nope, get, soft. get off the Miami hype. No one listen. Get off the Miami hype. Don't get on it this year. It's not happening. Uh, for North Carolina, uh, Mac Brown and uh, Drake Mayer back, and... They got more weapons this year. So, Mac Brown, that man can still coach. Texas, what were you doing firing? Why did you do that? Um, Drake May coming in with Sam Howell and learning his ropes and being able to be a really good quarterback. And Drake May's got a lot of eyes and a lot of hopes to end up in New York for the Heisman Trophy Ceremony, which is completely possible if they run the table and um, beat Clemson or Florida State or whoever in the – during the season than the ACC championship game. So they run the table. They can definitely, uh, Drake May can definitely end up in Miami. But their defense, bad, bad, bad. 121st of 135, or 121st against 131st in, uh, out of the nation. So they are the bottom, 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 bottom tier team and uh, they lost pieces also on defense. Maybe that helps, maybe that hurts. Uh, but when you're 121st out of 131st in defense, uh, you, got, you got a lot of work to do during the summer, and maybe one summer doesn't do it, especially if you don't get in the right transfers or the right freshmen coming in. So, um, gotta gotta fix that. If they can fix that, Drake may end up in, Miami, er, in New York. <coughs> Louisville, uh, Jeff Brom takes over with uh, Jack Plummer at quarterback, so could be a pretty good tandem right there. don't really have high hopes hopes for Louisville. They haven't done much recently, but maybe this will start something. Maybe they can pull off a few wins, get bowl eligible, maybe a few more, maybe playing some close games. Uh, Pitt, in 2021, made the title game, and they finished third last year in the division. Uh, They only play at Florida State and North Carolina, and they get both those games at home. So Pittsburgh, who's been a good team for the last two years, uh, can continue that trend and they only play Florida State and North Carolina at home this year. So uh, there's a possibility they could run the table and play in the ACC championship. could look forward to that. And then finally Florida State man, fully loaded um, with uh, Travis's return at quarterback, Norvell coaching. They do play LSU week one, so we're going to learn a lot there. We learn a lot week one, but this Florida State team is pretty stacked. Don't know how high I am on them nationally in the conference yeah they can make a run make the ACC championship I, it is a good team but I I'm just not fully fully diving in and predicting this team to make the playoff or at least win playoff game I gotta see it on the field I gotta see it versus um, LSU week one I mean last year they were missed extra point away or they're yeah, miss extra point away from going to overtime, possibly losing that game to LSU. So see what happens. And could have lost in the bowl game to Oklahoma last year. Um, and then Clemson, top dog. They're top dog until they show otherwise. This team is a team to beat. This is the team everyone's picking until they show something different. Chips on the shoulder for not making playoff two years in a row. See how they bounce back this year. Um, so I, it's it's gonna be a fun fun season. I think it's really coming down to those two teams. Maybe maybe North Carolina, but it, it's Clemson, Florida State. I think the whole way, so kind of some of these underrated teams, I think North Carolina and Pittsburgh are underrated for, maybe put some bets on there, maybe they can make a deep run, but overrated, definitely Miami uh, in there. So, championship game, I mean, come on. Yeah, this one's pretty easy to pick. It's got to be Clemson and Florida State in the championship game. Clemson has won seven of the last eight ACC championship games, and they and the last in 12 of the last 18 ACC Championship games have featured Clemson or Florida State. So this is their conference and I'm picking Clemson to be, to defeat Florida State in the ACC Championship. Yeah, you heard that right. Give me the Tigers. Clemson Tigers over Cle, over Florida State. All right, that's the ACC. Now let's head over to the Pac-12, baby. Pac-12 after dark uh, it's not going to exist much longer after this season. Uh, down to four teams, and Stanford, Cal, possibly going to the ACC. So, could become the Mountain West Conference uh, after after for the twenty twenty four season. A uh, Pac twelve Utah defeated USC in the title game last year. Utah has now won back to back Pac twelve championships. Uh, Pac twelve is also now getting rid of divisions and going the two best teams in conference in the conference. So, two best teams in the conference play. And that's in the conference championship Uh, could be the final season as we know it Uh, some storylines I mean Deion Sanders to Colorado guys please do not bet the over on this he is is not going to the conference championship there was so much turnover they won one game last year yeah they brought in a few pieces this this is D1 and I mean Pac-12 this is Power 5 so see what happens but I, I don't expect high things from Deion Sanders in Colorado this year I'm 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 not on the hype train, not on the Dion train. Um this conference really is pretty deep. I I, I might say the Pac twelve is better than the Big Ten. Top to bottom, you got a few more teams. Overall, with the two teams, I'm picking Michigan or Ohio State to probably beat uh, the top teams in the Pac twelve, but I think top to bottom. I think I think the Pac twelve is better than the Big Ten and you can you can probably say that about the ACC and maybe the Big 12. The Pac-12 is a good conference now. They are a talented conference right now. I mean, they've got a bunch of teams in the top 15. Um, eh, Pac-12 is nothing to play with this year. This year it is good football. The last few years has not been great football. It kind of came on the uptrend last year. But the Pac-12 is decently good. Pretty good at football this year. So this is going to be a really fun conference to watch. These games are going to be great. I am stay up for the Pac-12 this year. It's going to be worth it, especially with uh, Oregon State getting DJ, oh Ugal- Ugal-A-lay. <laughs> Ugal-A-lay. <laughs> however you say this man's name, <laughs> Uh Oregon State gets the five-star quarterback who was at Clemson didn't really pan out. Uh, DJ Ugalale. I I'm sorry. I can't get it. I cannot get that name to save my life. And this is a team that I think had two or three losses last year. I mean, that never been Oregon State having that few losses, that that never been done. Uh, They looked really good last year, and that was with their quarterback play being the worst uh, position on that field for them. So Oregon State could be a dominant force this next year coming off a 10-win season. Uh, UCLA, I think they have a huge loss, a huge fall off with DTR. I, I love DTR in college. I, I picked UCLA in a ton of games, and it helped because DTR was special. I knew what DTR was. He is a special kid. So uh, they are going to kind of fall off a little bit, but luckily they do have an easy schedule. They just start off with Utah. They open at Utah, so uh, that's the worst part of the schedule. Otherwise, fairly easy. Do play USC. Uh, but UCLA, muster must have some wins. You could. You could go into the Pac-12 championship. Um, Oregon, I think Oregon's got a real shot at making a playoff and um, being Pac-12 champion. I, I really like Oregon's odds this year. Dan Lanning's has not come in done a good job, and you get Bo Nix to come back and return to Oregon for another year. Yeah, Oregon should be five and zero heading in starting of the year, and then the tougher slate of their schedule. Comes into play, but they should be five and zero at the beginning of the year. And if they're, if they're anything less, you can start to worry. But I mean, five and zero, you're set up. You're set up for the schedule. You're riding high. Uh, you got positive thoughts. And you think you'll beat anyone. You're f- starting out five and zero. So, uh, Oregon is a team that I really like, who I think can go pretty far this year. We'll see how they play, but I, I really like Oregon, Dan Lanning, and Bowlegs. Now. I don't really understand the Washington hype. A top ten team, guys. Michael Penix is nice, but he's not great. He, he's I wouldn't. He's okay. They did have um, eleven wins this past year, but man, they have such an easy. They had such an easy schedule. They played cupcakes uh, during the uh, non-con. They had an easy schedule, fairly easy schedule this last year, and I just don't see Washington. Living up to hype. The only reason it would be because they have another easy schedule. So I, I don't like the Washington. Penix is okay. He's not great. Okay, yeah, can we? That is stop with Washington. Get them out of the top ten. Maybe top twenty five. I'm not putting them any higher than that. So see what Washington does, but fairly easy schedule will help them. I just I'm not on the hype train. Uh, Utah. They get, get, they get where's the, Why is there hate on Utah? They're number 14 in the preseason poll. They get Cam Rising back. Uh, they do need to start off with a win versus Florida this year. They get Florida first. Uh, last year they lost to them in the Swamp. We'll see uh, if they can beat them at home this year. But uh, otherwise, if they can beat Florida, who's not good, sets up your confidence being the SEC team. And I, I do like I do like Utah. I don't understand why. They're coming off back-to-back Pac-12 championship wins. And they beat USC twice last year. So, and they're getting back their quarterback. Um, I'm on the, I I like Utah. I do like Utah. And then USC, you got Heisman winner Caleb Williams back, Lincoln Riley back. Sadly, you do have Alex Grinch back if you're a USC fan Uh, for the defense. Defense is terrible. Defense remains bad, but you kind of knew that. USC, they get Utah, Oregon, Washington, and Notre Dame. See these other teams don't have Notre Dame. USC's got to play Notre Dame every year, so that that could be a loss. Uh, we'll see what happens with Notre Dame and Michael or with uh, Freeman. I think he's a good coach. I think Notre Dame can be pretty good with Sam Hartman. So that's that's not an easy order to beat Notre Dame every year. This USC teams got some tough games coming up. Like so that's what I'm saying, top to bottom. This Pac-12 team goes bar for bar with some of these other conferences. They do. They really do. Uh, USC, though, Caleb Williams, he's going to ball. He's going to save them at least one or two games like he did last year. He saved them versus Oregon State. He can definitely save them in one or two games for this upcoming season, that could be a big difference in playing the Pac-12 championship. All right, some of my overrated teams for this year. Uh, I don't know. I really don't like Oregon State. they got, they got a fairly easy schedule. We'll see how DJ Lake plays. He can be a pretty good dominating factor. see I mean, change the scenery can always help. So we'll see about that. Washington. No stop not on Washington bandwagon. and then another another overrated team like I mentioned Colorado stop betting on them please uh, underrated I got Oregon I I really a lot of teams a lot of people aren't picking them. I mean they're top 15 but not in the top 10 Kind of surprising And then Utah uh, underrated. I mean these two teams Oregon and Utah are my two and third best team in the conference but there's no love for him, really. There, there really isn't. All right, in my championship game, I really do think that even Oregon State, Oregon State, Oregon, Washington, and USC could be teams that end up playing in the conference championship. So these four teams, I really do think it could be any variation of these four teams playing in the conference championship. Other conferences, there's really only two, maybe three teams they can think about this. Even the SEC, there's like three teams for me. I got four really in this conference because you never know. You never know about Pac twelve after dark. But in the ch- in this championship game, who I am picking? I'm picking USC versus Oregon. I really want to pick the Ducks, just because USC could blow some games. A tough schedule, but I'm going to go USC over Oregon. I just think Caleb Williams is too good. But I would not be surprised if Oregon, Utah. Or, or USC, or the, any of those teams win the conference championship this year for the Pac-12. So, all So, right, that's Pac-12, uh, real quick. All right, On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Hefner Eye Care, located on 5757 Northwest, 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. Need glasses, contacts? Go check them out and get that eye exam. You guys gotta get that uh, annual eye exam. It's super important for your eyes, get them checked up. And you can uh, go to their website, hefnereyecare.com, and try on their virtual try-on, yeah, comfort of your home. See how you look in the glasses or sunglasses on their website. Alright. 1718. New Orleans is founded. Great city. Oh. Man, I love New Orleans. Ooh, Mardi Gras, baby. Nothing better than Nola. That's right. Alright. 1964. Mary Poppins premieres. It's an old movie. It's a long time ago. Uh, 1968. Hey Jude. Released by the Beatles. Song of the Year. In, uh, in 2013, voted on as the 10th biggest song of all time. Ooh. Hey, Jude, baby. Hey, Jude. Uh, happy birthday, Tim Burton, Macaulay Culkin, Mother Teresa, and Sean Connery. How was that Sean Connery impression? That was pretty good, right? That was pretty good? Nope. All right. Well, happy birthday. Great list of birthdays right there. That's On the Day in History, sponsored by f All right. Let's head to the big ten. Coming off of two. Two teams represented in the in the Cultural playoff last year, but ultimately none making it to the national championship game. Ohio State, you were this close to being national champions. How does that make you feel? You were this close. Miss field goal away from being national champions. Um it's stacked power at the top. But it's really, it's really two teams. I don't know if I'm putting Penn State up there. Nice year, last year. But I'm just not a huge James Franklin fan. And I mean, this team, this team will be great one year. Next thing you know, they're going nine overtimes with Indiana or whoever it was. Illinois. I think it was nine overtimes with Illinois. So this team is super bipolar, super hot and cold. So I don't know if I can go two years in a row with Penn State being good. Uh, next year is going to be unbelievable. That 2024 season, adding in Washington, Oregon, USC, UCLA, the Big Ten is going to be super fun. Now, Big Ten, you suck this year. You know why? Because you didn't get rid of the divisions, and you're still having the division winners playing in the conference championship. You're, the only you're like, the only place now. Come on. What are we doing? Uh, big. So, I mean, you got Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, all in this conference, or in this division. And over here, you got nobody. Nobody. Nobody worth a day. Nobody. Iowa, Wisconsin, and Nebraska. They're not going anywhere this year. So, uh, it is the Big Ten East. So, that, that is the conference. Um, Ohio State and Michigan, I, I mean, it's clear and above for me that these are the two best teams. I mean, they're they're up here. Other teams down here, uh, in my opinion, can Penn State, though, can they split the Ohio State-Michigan game? Can they get one and one? If they can get one of those games, they've got a real good shot at playing in the Big Ten Championship. Um, but I mean, both of these teams, uh, pretty easy schedule, fairly easy uh, schedule. Ohio State's got Notre Dame this year, so see how good Ohio State and Notre Dame are a few weeks into the season. Um, yeah, it's too bad the Big Ten West team, one, a team from the Big Ten West has to play in the championship game, that just drives down the ratings every year. That's why no one watches the Big Ten championship game, because Michigan versus freaking Northwestern some years. No one's watching that. <laughs> uh, Nebraska, I think, can be a decent team because of Matt Rule. Matt Rule, phenomenal college coach, didn't paint out in the NFL, but, I mean, where it sticks, where it blue sticks, uh, new saying right there, I don't know if that's a saying coming back to the collegiate level, I think can be pretty good at Nebraska. I mean, they got a little bit of talent. They, they're still Nebraska. They can recruit as Nebraska. So we'll see what happens there. Wisconsin getting Luke Fickle. Great hire in my opinion. Took Cincinnati to the college football playoff uh, last year or two years ago. And they get in a transfer, Tanner Mordecai. So I, I think these two teams would be the teams that you would look for out of the Big Ten West to make a push and end up in the Big Ten championship game. It's really that team may be Iowa because they only give up three points a game but score five points a game so they're winning. <laughs> Not a great margin but they're winning because they're only giving up three points. Uh, we'll see how that goes this year. Uh, you do get transferred Cade McNair in. That pretty good transfer in. Quarterback play has been terrible for Iowa so we'll see how much Cade can help them if he can at all. Um, but don't expect too much out of Iowa in my opinion. Uh, it, it can be a three team race with Penn State or with um, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Nebraska in the Big 10 West. Those are the only three teams I'm talking about in that division cuz the rest of that division sucks. All right. Big 10 East um they do they do have home against uh Michigan, so they get to play, they get to play in Happy Valley against Michigan, but they do have to go to the Horseshoe Versus Ohio State, so I mean, you split one, looking pretty good, looking pretty good. Penn State two losses last year, fairly easy schedule. So uh, you split, you got a shot. That's what I'm saying. It's easy schedule. The Big Ten is not good. Besides those two, two and a half teams, it's really not. I I think I Pac twelve, I mean, I would pick every team over every team in the Big, every Pac twelve team over every team in the Big Ten, besides Ohio State and Michigan. I might pick. Uh, USC or Oregon to at least be a one a field goal game uh, in those. So, like I said, Oklahoma Ohio State, uh, one field goal away from national championship last year. They do get a new quarterback for this year. Losing C J Shroud is big for me. That is a big thing. And then what we've seen from Ryan Day, just his, his inability to beat Michigan the last few years, and just get embarrassed last year by Michigan. A lot of fans aren't happy with them. But you do get – you have a great defensive coordinator. Uh, defense should look really good this year for them. Uh, possible quarterback split for the first game or so, uh, but Kyle McCord should be the starter it looks like. That's what I'm hearing. Kyle McCord, uh, we'll see. Uh, but the just the going in with the new quarterback, it just always doesn't ever really want – give me high hopes for that team. Because, I mean, it's hard. I mean, you can't really duplicate uh, – Game reps and a team getting to a national championship with a brand new quarterback who hasn't played. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Michigan fully loaded and they've got the experience. Uh, Harbaugh does get a 3 game suspension at the beginning of the year, but it's against a bunch of cupcakes because, of course, they schedule cupcakes. Harbaugh has just gone away from his choker mentality. I mean, Harbaugh is not a choker anymore. He does get to the. Uh, big bowl game and can't really win, but otherwise, I mean, you can beat Ohio State. They beat them two years in a row now. Uh, they get Blake Korn back and J.J. McCarthy, so I, this Michigan team, I think, is poised to do massive things, uh, not just in the Big Ten, but I think nationally. I, this team can make a run again. I'm I am I'm high on Harbaugh. I'm high on Michigan, and I, I this team can be really, really good. Uh, my overrated teams for the Big Ten, I mean, everyone, Besides those three. Uh, but Michigan State is one, I don't think. And then Iowa are some of those teams uh, that are overrated. But I mean, the rest of the bottom of the conference. Underrated teams for me, I got uh, Nebraska-Wisconsin, like I mentioned. I think those two teams can maybe get some wins going on. And then Minnesota. Uh, P.J. flight really doesn't lose games. So Minnesota's always kind of been close against Michigan-Ohio State. Some of these bigger, bigger teams in the conference. So I think Minnesota... And maybe win a few more games or keep a few games close. So underrated teams right there. Um, championship game. I'm going to go for the third year, Michigan, defeating Wisconsin. Michigan winning the Big Ten Championship over Wisconsin for my pick. So let me know what you guys think of that. Ohio State. I mean, every year I pick Ohio State. Last year I might have picked Michigan. I might have picked Ohio State. I don't know. But it's always going to be those two teams. At least maybe until next year. So uh, that's my pick. Michigan over uh, Wisconsin. All right, two more conferences to go, guys. We're almost there. Two more. Uh, Let's start in the Big 12. you got four new members, UCF, Houston, Cincinnati, and BYU are now officially joined in the Big 12 conference. It's going to be a fun year. Uh, These are some good teams that you add. Uh, they they've done a lot. They they've been household names across the country the last few years, and people people know they bring a good good reputation and good quality on field on field product. So Big Twelve is gonna be fun for Oklahoma and Texas last year. K State, the defending champ, of uh, TCU, the national runner up, uh, playing the national championship game. They right. they did lose uh, Max Duggan. They are ranked 17th in the preseason AP poll, which is pretty crazy for defending national championship uh, champion, or def- er, defending national runner up to be ranked that low in the preseason poll for the following year. But you lose your quarterback. You do get uh, Chandler Morris, who was the starter at the beginning of the year, coming in for another year. And then Sunday Dykes, who has proven he knows what he's doing and can coach. And a conference that's really wide open. Uh, no it's really a pretty open conference so uh kansas state uh they return will howard but no deuce vaughn he's cooking up in the nfl right now uh coach Kleiman for kansas state i mean is he the best coach in the big 12 one of the best coaches in, co- in college football coach Kleiman, man that man can coach uh, he can win uh, especially at kansas state who wants to go to kansas state this man gets a pretty big job for the SEC or a bigger time market, the big time program. He can keep a team relevant. Or he could have gone to Nebraska and made them relevant again, in my opinion. Uh, but he's doing his thing at Kansas State and expect them to contend for a Big 12 championship this year. Uh, like I said, TCU loses Max Duggan, uh, wide receiver uh, Johnson, Chandler Lawrence of the starter. So expect them. I think they can still compete for a Big 12 championship. Um, Texas Tech, can we stop, can we stop with the Texas Tech Red Raider hype? What is this? Nothing good is going on in Lubbock. Okay, decent. They won, what, their last four? But I mean, they beat Texas and OU in the same season for the first time ever? And we're making a Texas Tech Big 12 championship? Uh, graphic, what are we doing? Texas Tech? is not going to be anywhere near the conference championship. Stop. They will not be in Dallas. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. They won their last four. They should have lost their last game. But head coach is doing some good things down there. But they will be nowhere near the conference championship game in Arlington when it happens in December, guys. Stop buying into the Texas Tech hype. Quit. Alright. UCF with Gus Malzahn, they've been pretty good. I mean, they played in the AAC championship game last year. Um, But, guys, you're stepping up a league. These are some big new competitors. uh, Bigger guys, better guys. So, expect them to be okay. I mean, they're coming off, what, five years ago? They won the national championship six years ago? So, uh, no, but... Uh, it is bigger, different competition. I do think they'll be okay. Gus Malzahn's a good coach. They got some good talent there. Uh, it will be fun again. Uh, these these Golden Knights and they they've been a pretty solid program the last few years and uh, don't expect them con- to contend. But expect them to maybe get an upset win over someone or at least keep it close most of these games. Because those guys are gonna be hungry. They will be hungry to beat these guys to beat these new uh, p- opponents. Um, Texas, uh, odds on favorite after having four losses this past year and not making the big 12 championship, Not making the big 12, not winning a big 12 title since 2009, and only playing for one big 12 t- conference championship since 2009. So this th- team has not done anything in over a decade. and now we are picking them to make the playoff. That's right. Texas is back, apparently. Stop they're not back yet. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Who I don't think they are. Um they've had four losses in every season since 2010 except for one. Guys, you can't just go from four losses every year for more for for 12 of the last 13 years and be like, yeah, they they're going to the national championship. No, that's not how that works. Um I do think Texas can get to the Big 12 championship. I think there's a strong possibility they can win it, because this this conference, I don't know if it's deep, it's got some good talent, I just don't think it's, top to bottom it's not super deep, everyone's pretty even, and honestly like the Pac-12, it can can go any way, but I think the Pac-12 top tier teams might be better than the top teams in the Big 12. Um, So I, I think the Big 12 this year is kind of one of the worst conferences that 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 are in the Power Five. I, I think they're it is not great competition. Everyone's pretty even in the Big Twelve for this year. Uh, final team, uh, OU, four losses or coming off a of six and seven season last year, one fumble away from beating a number five team in Florida State uh, in the Cheese Bowl last year. OU's four losses for the losses by three points. So. I mean, this team's with everything. I expect better game management from Brent Venables this year. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's got to make those passes. Uh, overthrowing was a major issue for Dylan Gabriel this past season, and that cost games. Uh, that cost games. Overthrows. I mean, hitting wide open guys. So expect a better season from Jeff Levy too. Kind of learning when to slow it down. Um, put those put that ball in like running backs' hands, and because you can go up tempo, but kind of slow it down when it's needed to sometimes. Gabriel, another year into the system, another year of kind of fitting in, I think uh, we'll do. he's going to do a lot of good things, and I think this would be a redemption year, and I think he could end up in New York uh, for this season, for, at the end of the year, so it, it, Dylan Gabriel should take a much-needed step in the right direction. Uh, three-fourths of this roster is still underclassmen, but we'll see how well the older transfers play and dig a lot of transfers uh, especially on the defense side of the ball, defense one of the worst in the power in the in the Power Five. So set that up, and I think offense was okay. Uh, get the defense clicking. Got Brent Venables, it, one of the best defensive-minded coaches to ever ever coach the game. So uh, OU does have a chance at making a Big Twelve championship game. Like I said, four of those losses were by three points, uh, not including the bowl game. So. There's that. Uh, my overrated teams for this year: uh, Tech, Texas can be an overrated team. Uh, at least, I mean, I think anything over three losses is overrated for them, because uh, I mean they're projected to go so high. And then Kansas, it's Kansas, guys, stop! It's Kansas. Jane Jane Daniels, er, uh, or the Daniels kid is, uh, he's 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 okay, he's good, but it's Kansas. He doesn't have the talent around him. Uh, underrated, I think uh, the way that no one's picking them can be OU just because it's, OU as a program, you got all the players there and the coaches. Baylor, uh, no one's no one's talking about Baylor. Your uh, Urand, is a great coach and he knows how to win. He down here last year, but I think that they can win some games and ultimately be in contention for the Big Twelve championship. And then UCF uh, underrated as well with Gus on, like I mentioned. All right, championship game. With all that being said, I am taking I am taking Texas versus Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship game where I think I think whoever wins the Cotton Bowl, I, I think they lose this game. But I think Texas wins the Big Twelve. I'm taking Texas to win the Big Twelve over Oklahoma conference championship so uh, there's the Big 12 uh, SEC finally we're down to our last conference guys Hold, hang in with me uh, Georgia national championship um, and beat or Georgia went to the national championship game won the national championship game last year back to back champions here, they go 3P this year they beat LSU in the SEC championship um, last year I, this is really a 3 team race in my opinion for the SEC it's 3 teams 3 solidified teams in, in my opinion But some of the other teams, Tennessee, they lose Hyatt and Hooker. Uh, See what uh, Joe Milton can do at quarterback. Good talent. I think he can win some games, but don't really know uh, losing all that. And then Josh Heupel. Was that just lighting in a bottle with those guys, and can he duplicate? I, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm going with the uncertainty, and I'm not taking Tennessee to go very far. I think they can win some good games and be in contention, but... Ultimately, not making an SEC championship game. Uh, Florida, Billy Napier, can you start hot, beating Utah again for the first game of the year, and then just keep that momentum going, unlike you did, unlike last year. Uh, Florida is a tough position. They 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 they're probably gonna be worse than last year, which was really bad. Uh, You've Gotta get those recruits in your Florida, uh, especially with these new teams coming in. You gotta get some momentum and get the bus rolling because your Florida Billy Napier um, don't, can't have another down year. We'll see after week one. Texas A&M could be Jimbo Fisher's last year. Maybe they don't want to buy him out, but five and seven this past year with the number one recruiting class, can they get any better? If, they, if they're going to a bowl game, I think Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M eats it, and they go, all right, we're done. Get out of here. Uh, I don't expect high hopes for... A uh, and they have split the last two versus Bama and LSU though. Did beat LSU last year, so see how they play this year. Don't expect too much. Uh, South Carolina, they've got more talent in one more year under Spencer Rattler, another year under uh, newbie head coach Shane Beamer. So, I South Carolina be a decent team. They they did beat Clemson last year and then beat. Uh, they beat Tennessee in the Orange Bowl, I believe. Or no, they they beat. I can't remember. They beat in the who they beat, but, or no, it was Tennessee that beat Clemson in the Orange Bowl. I, I can't remember, but they they played pretty nice towards the end of the year. Another year under Rattler and Beamer, I think, can do some pretty nice things. Don't think it'll contend for a SEC championship game, but it can be pretty good. Sam Bennett, was he just a system quarterback at Georgia? Throwing a bunch of five stars? Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> um, Sam Bennett's gone, The man this Georgia schedule, they get it so easy. They get it so easy. All they get is Florida, and they're not going to be good, any good. So Georgia, I mean, this is automatic pick out of the East to make it to the SEC Championship. Just pick Georgia and make it to the SEC Championship because no one in the East is contending. Maybe Tennessee, maybe, but it's Georgia uh, going in the East. Bama, I mean, they're, I'm taking the under. Ten and a half wins, I'm taking the under on that one. Don't know for sure. Quarterback, you lose Bryce Young. Will Anderson. First year since two thousand nine that Bama isn't the favorite to win the SEC. Yeah, first year since two thousand nine, Bama's not the favorite to win the conference. Just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Um, LSU or Alabama's got a three-way quarterback battle, and you got a new offense coordinator with Tommy Reese. Uh, he's pretty solid, but otherwise, don't. So many uncertainties with this Alabama team. I'm I'm staying away from them. I, I'm not picking them to go very far I'm not picking on the make, make a national championship make the playoff I just don't know but always trust in Nick Saban LSU this team is going to be good Brian Kelly second year Jaden Daniels is coming back this man I think is going to end up in New York uh, when it's all said and done 2900 yards 17 touchdowns only 3 interceptions this last year did a lot more on his legs as well Star versus Florida State we're going to see what this kid's made of uh, this season but LSU going to be really really good the SEC this year. Um, my overrated teams for this year: Georgia, maybe. I don't know. Very, very easy schedule. So we'll see. Texas A&M, Tennessee. I just don't. I just don't trust in Josh Heichel yet. Uh, don't know what he can do. We'll find out. I just don't know. I. I hope he does well. And I. I could easily see myself biting my words for Tennessee, but I, new quarterback and everything. Don't know. Underrated, uh, Alabama. No one's picking them, guys. That counts as underrated. South Carolina, like I mentioned, with Spencer Rattler, and then Arkansas could do some good things uh, this year. So, uh, SEC championship, I am taking LSU over Georgia to win the SEC championship. Guarantee Georgia's making the national, making the SEC championship. Guaranteeing that. Don't know if LSU can a a SEC West. Way way tougher to get to the conference championship. All right. Now let's go into uh, my Heisman, my Heismans. These are my Heisman picks for this year. My top six, six. I'm going Sam Hartman, quarterback of Notre Dame. Fifth, I think Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver out of Ohio State, can end up there. Man, that kid's a baller. Just Ohio State, just a little ball of him. That's how you're winning games this year. Number four, Bo Nix, quarterback at Oregon. I, I, Oregon's gonna be good. I think Bo Nix ends up in New York. Number three, Jordan Travis. Uh, Florida State, a lot of hype around them. I don't I don't see them going all the way to a playoff and everything, but uh, Jordan Travis is definitely more than likely going to end up in New York, especially if he just made the conference championship. Number two, just because they don't like to give out back-to-back Heismans. Uh, Caleb Williams is that number two for me. I think he's the best player in college football. But I am putting my number two just because this is my predictions for who's going to win. And I just don't think that uh, they like to get back-to-back Heismans. And Caleb Williams is definitely the type where they can switch that. And then my number one, who I think will win the 2024 uh, Heisman Trophy, Jaden Daniels. front quarterback, LSU. I just think LSU is a really good team. I think they're going to go very far. They have one loss, go win the SEC championship. Go get that one seed to play in the College Football Playoff, Jane Daniels. You are winning the Heisman Trophy. All right, um, let's go to my major bowl games. Or actually, let's start with uh, my playoff. Let's let's go to my playoff. Uh, number four, I've got USC. I really think either the Pac-12 schools, whoever wins the Pac-12, will end up as the four seed. So it could be Oregon, Utah, or USC. Number three, loser of the SEC championship game, whoever it is. Uh, in this case, Georgia, is at number three for me. Number two, uh, winner of the Big Ten championship, Michigan. So could be Ohio State, could be Michigan, but whoever wins that's going number two. And then number one, uh, LSU, in my as my number one seed for the college football playoffs. So four, I got USC, three Georgia, two Michigan, and number one LSU. So, I'm riding the LSU train. I'm riding the Brian Kelly train. Brian Kelly, do not let me down because you like to let me down in big games. Um, my major bowls for the year uh, the Fiesta Bowl is an at large versus at large. I've got Oregon versus Tulane. So, like I mentioned earlier, Tulane, you are going to a major newer Six Bowl. Um, Orange Bowl is ACC versus SEC, Big Ten or Notre Dame. I got Clemson versus Ohio State. I mean, these teams can switch depending on who wins the ACC and who wins the Big Ten, uh, whoever uh, alternate those. Peach Bowl, uh, at-large versus at-large. Uh, Florida State versus Texas. I think Texas probably has two losses on the year and doesn't make it to the playoff. and uh, They were playing Florida State, who runner-up in the ACC championship game. And then the Cotton Bowl, final near Six Bowl game, at-large versus at-large. I got Alabama versus Oklahoma. Um, Alabama uh, not even making the SEC championship game, in my opinion. But who doesn't want Alabama in their bowl game? And then Oklahoma finishing runner-up in the Big 12. So those are my nearest six bowl games, my college football playoff, and my Heisman. Let me know what you guys think of that. I think that's a pretty solid list. I mean, it's four teams. You can't really go wrong. Um, obviously, just one game can completely switch those out and switch those teams. But I pretty solid on the teams, I think. I think mean, these will be the teams... All these teams I just mentioned are the teams that will be com- competing for that playoff in those near six will games. I don't think we see much variation, any surprise teams that come into the mix on this for this season. So, all right, let's move into my final segment. Who I'm sharing my burger and brought with? Kind of, kind of doing this five years ago today. Uh, Tiger Woods won the tour championship at East Lake. It's been five years since Tiger Woods last win. Uh, or at Eastlake. Uh, fun, super fun uh, to watch. And was just awesome seeing Tiger Woods win that thing. So, And then, come on, man. We're getting Drake tonight. I mean, by the time you listen to this, Drake is out for all the dogs. Well, he better be. Because I'm sharing my burger and brat with him. For all the dogs, I'm sharing my burger and brat. New Drake music. Better be dropping tonight. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed and kind of agree, maybe disagree with my some of my picks but i think those are the teams that you will be seeing uh make the conference championship game or at least be in contention for a conference championship game near six bowl in the playoff Uh, let me know what you guys think on twitter instagram youtube and you can even comment on spotify at burgers and brats what you guys think who are your final four teams who's your heisman uh for the season so let me know at burgers and brats uh Thank you all for listening. Remember, follow anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Music, anywhere. Get your podcasts at Burgers and Brats. Stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Hopefully you just watch live on millions at Burgers and Brots. And Check out the website at You guys gotta go buy some merch. I mean, I got hoodies, t-shirts, anything, men, women, dogs, every accessory you can think of at BurgersBrottsPodcast.com Thank you all for listening. Uh, and college football season is here, the Greatest time of the year. Hopefully your team can get some wins this year. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.